and welcome to the Really Telling It Like It Is program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And remember, I want you to share this program with all the people, your friends, your enemies, your, you know, all of that, your family, all of those, because we're going to have an exciting program for you today. Remember, this is a program that's really telling it like it is. So it's not for wimps. It's not for those that don't study the word. It's not for babies. It's for those that are choosing to chew on the, on the meat of the word of God. It's about the kingdom of God, not about Christianity, not about religion, not about what it is that you think. Nobody cares what you think. You shouldn't even care what you think. You should care what you know. And I have Apostle Daniel Francis, who has become a friend of mine, he and his wife, who's a prophet. Uh, and I'm welcoming him. We're going to do two programs on uh, You Are Prosperity, and he's going to come from a different uh, angle than I do. And, uh, you know, but it's going to be exciting. We, we, we sit on the same board of Love and Unity, the Senior Council, and uh, welcome Apostle Daniel. Come on in. There you go. Welcome. Greetings, greetings. God bless you, Dr. Baker. It's good to be here with you. I'm excited. All right. You know, you did a teaching at our um, wealth, uh, business, business wealth, uh, business, uh, uh, um, business persons uh, meeting on Friday. We have that the last Friday of the month at 8.30 a.m. Uh, my time, whatever it is, Pacific Standard Time. And yeah. you did teaching on there, but you have a, a number of different things on the inside of you about prosperity, about being prosperity, because what you brought forth could not have been brought forth uh, if having prosperity had been the issue. It's being it. And so I want you to uh, open up and just talk to the people and release what it is. And remember, we have two programs we're going to do. I know I just shot that on you. He's going to be with me this week, the last week in, in January and the first week in February. And um, anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, the thing that, that really stuck with me, Dr. Baker, in that teaching, I called it bad business deals uh, on last Friday. And uh, the critical part of that was uh, understanding that God will meet you when you're very young uh, in your relationship with him, and he will walk you through the process. But what's required is obedience and, and that you make the application to the things that he's teaching you. And so that's why Abraham was able to continue to move through the process. And I just fast forward with a thought saying that in, in, in Genesis later on, when the word says, and the Lord did tempt Abram, he wasn't tempting a child in the faith. He was tempting a man. He was testing his man who he had been processing all along the way. And so and so at that juncture, Dr. Baker, if I could say this, Abraham at that test for Isaac, he was now wealthy. He had ability because that's what wealth is also in addition to all the things that you've taught. But wealth is ability. It is strength. It is power. 
And so he was powerful enough to handle what God was putting before him so that he can now prove him so he could speak to him now about the next portion of the vision that God himself had for his life. Amen. So you want me to keep on rolling? Oh, okay. So then what we have, Dr. Baker, is what's incredible is Abram is an idol worshiper. We all know that. God chooses him and tells him to come out from his family in the whole nine yards. And we find out uh, that, hey, uh, they were building altars. That's something to talk about another time. But they were building altars way before he actually met, met, met with God. And uh, so it talks about several times in Genesis 12 to 14, at least three times it says, and Abraham built an altar and he worshiped God. Powerful stuff that's there. But then we find out that Abraham, as we taught, he threw his wife under the bus. And I'm talking from the bad business deal thing where we see men and women, they go for the big deals at any means necessary. And that is wrong. We have many Christian businessmen and women, so they say, and also church leadership that will shift and do things that are underhanded, that are not of God because of pressure, because they are saying the Lord said but actually it's coming out of their soul. And what they want to do is get those numbers in. They want to win that deal because they say they're trying to help God in their vision. It might not even now be his vision any longer when you feel you have to help him or supply something yourself. And so what we have, go ahead, Dr. Baker. Okay, so what I'm hearing is Abraham pimped his wife. Yes. He yes, he did. His wife, and then that thing actually ran all the way through his life because you know you and I talked about the fact that uh, uh, Rachel was the was 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 the first uh, a female. She was she was a pimp too. Um, <laughs> she, uh, uh, um, you know, she sold her husband Jacob to uh, uh, her sister. Uh, um, Leah for mandrakes. We yes, this thing we act like pimping and 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 uh, 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 trafficking and all of these things were not done in the past. But all of these things, okay, are things that have to be gotten rid of before before you can actually say that you are prosperity. Because prosperity is a state of being. Abraham go through uh, prosperity and then riches and honor in order to get to the place of wealth of being wealth so that mm. you have the power and the authority because all of those other steps builds your integrity you can't yeah. go from where you are to there because as apostle cal talks much about the weos you gotta go through a weos has integrity they are integrity they are the ones that is talking about as he is this who I am in the earth? So, uh, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in. 
Let me throw another piece that I didn't share, and I really want to hear your ear on it and uh, let the audience uh, hear this thing. But I want to talk about for one second, Sarah, the good wife. Or how about this, Dr. Baker? Sarah, the second class citizen in the marriage. That she she went beyond her common sense of of. Abram, this is not a good deal if you're going to do this to me, to just keeping her mouth shut and just going through the process and literally putting her life in danger because the man of God so-called heard from God. So at her expense, uh, even laying her life on the line, being the good wife, Men of God, I see a lot of times, and I'm going to get in trouble, but since we're telling it like it is, throw their wives under the bus, second-class citizen. They never come into maturity. They never grow. She's an evangelist or some Sunday school teacher, but never walking with her husband. You see that, the seeds of that thing right there uh, in that particular transaction, and so today, the women of God have got to rise up. Men of God have got to bring their wives up alongside them. And the two of them walk together in ministry. Today, I see so many, Dr. Baker, uh, first ladies, whatever that is, they, they, they are, they are uh, dwarfed in their spirituality, they, 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 they're not where their husbands are because their husbands left them behind. Their husbands are out there running and all the preachers' assignments and their itinerant preachers and traveling the globe while their wives are dwarfed, underdeveloped. They haven't entered into the weas walk because of their husbands not inviting them there and, and saying, hey, listen, this is where you belong. On the side of me, we do this covenant thing together. Uh, that would create a lot of noise, Dr. Baker. Okay, let's look at this. And we got to look at this from two. We have to look at this from the heavenly perspective and the earthly perspective. Okay. Yes. Number one, I don't answer to um, you ladies and gentlemen. I don't see that in the Bible. Okay. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay, in yes. the earth. I'm a woman in the earth. That's what he called in Genesis. You go to Genesis, okay? Yes. If anything, maybe I'm a literalist. I don't know, but I like it. Mm. Okay. I'm also, because there's, a, I, I'm, I'm a kingdom citizen. I'm in the kingdom where it says there's neither male nor female, slave nor free. I'm a son yes. of God. Yes. Okay? So don't yes. call me no daughter of God because there's no benefits. There are no benefits. There's benefits in sonship. Yeah. Okay. There's benefits in sonship. I get my double portion. My double portion. I get to be part of this corporate son, this, this corporate son who is Jesus. So when I'm dealing in my apostolic, in, in my apostolic ascension gift, I'm a son of God. Mm, and I'm a yes. woman. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman and I'm a wife, okay? I mean, if, if I were, I don't, uh, okay, Eddie, don't be saying nothing, okay? I don't, oh, I don't, my, oh, my. <laughs> getting on here, I'm a Miss Baker, okay? Uh, you know, that, 
that that's a apostle Eddie Myers. That's the that, that think he's my uh, anyway. He's he he watches over me anyway. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that it is is that we we have to do this. One um you know Kirby Clements apostle I mean Prophet Kirby Clements let me know something once when I was at uh, I was going to be ministering at Bernard Jordan's church in New York, and Kirk got sent. Kirby there because it was when I first started to walk in the office of the prophet and God let me know who it was I was. He said Kirby and Kirby, I said, Lord, I'm a woman. I must be a prophetess. He says, I know what you, I know what kind of house you're in, but you are my prophet. Mm. He said, do you see that there's a pastor Do you see where there's evangelistess? Uh, mm. All this prophetess all of yeah. these he says, stop putting that. He said, it has nothing to do with gender. It has to do with position. Yes. And we have to start to understand that. Mm. And as those that are in female bodies, we have to realize something. Wait a minute. Are you coming at me? Am I doing this? See, there's no, no such thing as a first lady. We take what it is from the world and we try to bring it into there. See, that's where religion comes from. Religion comes from the world system. Mm. It comes from copying. What religion means is I act out what it is that I see. It's it's a set of rules. It's a set of order. It's from another kingdom. It's from another uh, uh, group. This is this is what it is. So yes. as a son of God, I have people that want to call me sissy and sis and all that kind of stuff. I don't even answer it. I don't answer it. It's because they do not want to recognize the fact that I am an apostle and I am a son of God and I am a father and I am a mother. Every mm. every father, every, 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 we are all things to all men that we might win some, we might do what it is that the spirit of God wants done. See, mm. this is the reason that I believe that God told me, you have to be prosperity because that means wholeness. That means mm. weakness. Mm. That means knowing who you are. That means mm. you're not subservient. You are not the tail. You are the head. Mm. How in the world am I going to be the head if I'm after it? Another thing, I'll say this, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you uh, uh, mm. uh, speak on this. He says this. Uh, how is it that we're going to say your kingdom come? Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So on earth, God is going after prosperity. No, God is prosperity in heaven. Yes, yes. God yes. is love. Yes. God is. So as he is, this is who I am. So how can it be? And so God took Abraham. See, God, Abraham didn't have living on the inside of us. This is the reason when I tell people that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are a part of the Old Testament because it was before the cross. It was before the death, burial, and resurrection. It was the finishing of the old covenant. Yes. The new covenant started in Acts. It did not start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Unless you're talking about the very end of it. But we take that. Yes. And sometimes we act like this is, this is well, this is the New Testament. No, it's, you, got, you have to understand history. You have to understand who it is we are, what it is we are, and what it was saying. He's saying, this is what you may, you're going to look like. You're going to look like this and greater. I'm showing you the kingdom. The kingdom is here. I'm showing you what the kingdom is capable of doing. But it was finishing it up. 
Otherwise, what was the reason for the Mount of Transfiguration? Jesus yeah. was prosperity in the earth. Mm. Even, when he, even when the multiplier, and you spoke about this, you spoke about some, uh, some of this, and this is one of the things that I, I got from it. When he looked up and he says, I know you already hear me because I'm speaking what it is that you want spoken. Yes. I know you hear me when I do this, just like with Lazarus. I know you hear me. Mm, mm. He didn't go into all the gyrations that we do. We, we are going to have, if we're going to live as prosperity, if we're going to live as riches, and if we're going to live as honor, then we're going to have to recognize that the culture of the kingdom of God that's in us is what's going to have to be spoken. We're going to have to stop speaking. He says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. We're going to have to stop speaking what everybody else speaks in order for them to understand us. And I know that this, this is why this program is called Really Telling It Like It Is. I'm not even asking nobody to agree with me. I don't really care. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you know Dr. Baker, uh, all of the things that we're hearing being taught now, especially the kingdom, I, I can't help that when we start to approach this thing, uh, the reason why I think so many people don't fully understand it and engage the kingdom properly is because there's an identity crisis that we really don't know who we are. And so you have to literally go back in uh, what we would call origin preaching and go back into what was the original intent and mind of God before the fall of man so that we could understand what God was after and what God was doing. And so what we see in that, Dr. Baker, is that it does tell us and God blessed them and said, be fruitful multiply, replenish, subdue, and dominate. And uh, that's what I call the first great commission. Right there was Genesis 1, 26 to 28. This is what the mind of God is. And so what happened is, is now the man falls. And this is, I think, the body of Christ problem, the church problem, and they try to tie it into kingdom, and they preach, Dr. Baker, from the fall. They preach from the mess. They don't really preach from the beginning. They preached where man fell, where man failed, and now we're trying to fix stuff instead of coming to our identity and say, no, this is what God said, and he never changed his mind. He never, who said he changed his mind? And I, th I thought I heard the word say, Dr. Baker, where the word of the king is, there is power. So he said it and it will not return void. And he looks over it. He supervises his word so that it might be performed. And so that's where we are. Origin, who am I? I am God's son. That's what it was in the beginning. I am his son. And until we get that, we have to jump back to or also jump forward to Psalms 8, where David said, hey, when, when I look at the stars in the sky and I look at all the wondrous things is what he's saying that God has done. He says, what is man 
that thou art mindful of him, even the son of man that you care to visit him. Yet the Bible says you crowned Daniel with glory and honor. And you gave me dominion over all the works of your hands and you put all my enemies under my feet, including that devil. Until the church comes, or excuse me, the sons of God understand that they have that kind of power, that they have that kind of authority, that they are indeed, as you're saying, I, I get it, Dr. Baker, we are wealth and prosperity. We really are. And I'm seeing the difference that prosperity is also a process where there could be accumulation according to some of the Hebrew words. But that wealth thing has set me free because one, wealth is not just stuff. I found out, Dr. Baker, that I'm wealthy in my health and in my body as well. I have the strength to be well. I have the strength to be whole. I am able to stand in this kind of health and strength in my body. If I could get that straight first, and that has helped me in a tremendous way. So identity, identity. The devil is, is not all, all that, Dr. Baker. I'm telling you, the book says he's under my feet. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm above where he is in the second heavens. If I could run my mouth like that until we come to an understanding of position. That's right. Even position over him. We're going to continue to fight and compete uh, with that kind of thing. And so uh, what, what you got to say about that, Dr. Baker? Okay, you what you spoke in the very beginning. If I yes. don't know who I am, I'll have to wait for you or somebody else to tell me who I am. Yeah. I'll allow someone else to be my nomenclator. See, and I let nobody do that. That's why this word Christian kind of bothers me. It's mentioned one time, really. And they were first called this. It did not say that God called them this. It says that they were first called this. It's just like a whole lot of other things that people say, they said, well, when they said, then they have the right to give you a, uh, to, to give you the classification of how it is that you're supposed to act. Uh, as a doctor in psychology, one of the things that I just did, I have this diagnosis, this diagnosis that I, I did is OCO, obsessive compulsive order. Rather than disorder, the 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 uh, um, the world psychologist they have a OCD. It's a disorder. But the Lord showed me something. He says he, he says I want you to walk as an OCO. That's who you are. Obsessively, a, a sub obsessive compulsive order in your life. Oh. That is not that is nothing negative about that. As a doctor, I have a right. I have a right to go ahead and, 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 and release that, okay? So what is the definition of that? I'm obedient, number one. I'm compliant to God's word, okay? And then I walk in another realm of obedience because being obedient and, 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 and being compliant, being pliable, to how it is that he wants me to be, then I obey him at every level, at every vibration, at every 
every dimension in all kinds of order. There is no way that I don't. And yes. you know, I, I just finished writing a book. And in that book, I talk about uh, uh, I, I talk about different nationalities. I talk about the word race is a divider. The devil is the only racist there is. Now there's bigots, there's there's prejudiced people, there's all of that kind of stuff. But you cannot be any of that and tell me you are a kingdom citizen. Yes. You cannot be. You cannot be. Yes. And you talked about how it is that men treat their wives and how men treat people and how, how this thing happened. You start to look at it. You start to look at it even in our culture and how it is that the uh, and, and, and one of the things that I hate is the CRT, uh, uh, critical race theory thing. That's a, that's from the pit of hell. And yeah. number one, uh, I talk in this book about how, how white men, how white males, how they have uh, uh, treated and put their wives in position. And then everybody else came right behind it. What was it they were taught? They were taught this. They were taught this. They were taught non-equal. They were taught it. And then now they're expected to deny themselves of being who it is that they are. Number one, that is against God. That is mm. totally against God. That is against, they. Uh, people took things out of the Bible and they interpreted it their way. They interpreted that way and saying that she is less than. There was no place, no place, no place in the word of God, no place in the word of God. And I, I do not see in the Bible where when Eve, when the woman ate of that fig, it wasn't no apple. I believe it was a fig. I do. I do care about because they they wrapped themselves in fig leaves. They didn't wrap themselves in apple leaves. But at any rate, that's another that's another thing. But when she ate of it, nothing happened. There had to be agreement. So if there had to be agreement in the beginning, what makes us think that we don't have to be agreed in this mm. time? We have about one and a half minutes. So you take a minute of it and and just go ahead and, and say what you want to say. Yeah, Dr. Baker, we threw so much down on the table here. I, I have to digress because until we really repent, for what we have done in our marriages, where I, I, I see both sides, where I see a woman controlling a man or a man controlling a woman, the man treating the woman like a second class citizen, and they say that they belong to God. Until we get that straight, until uh, we might have an epidemic in my region where we have Oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to use this term Jezebel loosely, but these women, Dr. Baker, that are literally keeping some of these men like they're their sons and some little boys and they can't move and make decisions. All that junk I'm seeing, repentance is required. It's a perversion because they don't understand identity. We're going to have to talk about this on our next program. We got about 10 seconds left. Yes. This is a Paul Baker, J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology and Apostle Daniel Francis, saying we thank you for joining us. And we will continue this because I don't want to leave it with you thinking I hate white men or white women or that we're against this or against that. I just want to bring things out so that you 
can take them. I'm provoking you to think. This program is about provoking you to think and provoking you to deal and provoking you to be honest. It's an in-your-face program. And I love you. I love you. I love you. Again, we will see you next week when we're here really telling it like it is. Bye-bye. Bless you. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.